Welcome to Highland Objects, podcasts that take you on a cultural tour of the Highlands and Islands of Scotland. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Highland Objects or visit the website islandobjects.wordpress.com. Podcast 7 The Trip and Skull. My name is Ian McLean, and I am co-founder and vice-chairman of the Caithness Brog Project. The object we have picked is the trepanned human skull kept in the National Museums of Scotland. Now this might seem a tad odd as an object to pick as your favourite Highland object, but it's what this object can tell us about the death and life in the Iron Age that makes it a really interesting piece. The object itself it's actually quite simple. It is a fragment of a human skull. Just the, the top part of a human cranium. But what's remarkable about this object is that it has three perfectly drilled holes drilled through the top of the person's skull. Initially, this might lead someone to think that this is what's known as trepanning. That is a, a process of drilling holes in human skulls to sometimes to release pressure, sometimes uh, because they believe this person was possessed by evil spirits. But normally with trepanned skulls, what you find is that the, the, it has a high survival rate that might become as a, a bit of a surprise. But um, drilling a hole in a living human skull was probably quite a dangerous thing, but the survival rate of this was quite high. And what ends up happening, how we know that these people survived, is because we can see the signs of healing on the bone around where the trepanning has, has occurred. For this object that, the, that we've won, we've, we've probably incorrectly named it a trepan skull, but the, the correct naming for this is perforated crania. The difference here is that this person's skull had been drilled after they had died. What might have led somebody to drill a hole in somebody's skull after they have died? It's quite a, a difficult thing to ascertain. But we do know from the Iron Age that many body parts have been found. I'd say body parts instead of whole bodies, because it, it wasn't the common thing for people to be buried in the Iron Age Scotland. There is a surprising lack of burial practices or burials in Iron Age Britain. And this led archaeologists to consider funerary treatments that leave little or no trace at all. Most popular of those is excarnation. Now, excarnation is the process of leaving the dead exposed to the elements. The body may be left in an enclosure to visibly decay, perhaps been eaten by birds before some of the bones are collected for modification and reuse. Now, that might seem a bit macabre in this day and age, but it seems to have been a common practice in the British Iron Age, where these body parts are collected and then distributed around archaeological sites. Some Quite often they're found in the entrance way to, to brochs, deposited around the hearth or in the ditch surrounding the settlement. Many of these remains were recovered during the flurry of archaeological activity that happened around the 18th century. Many of these disarticulated human remains were thought to be the result of cannibalistic feasts or ritual sacrifice when they were first discovered by the antiquarian archaeologists. But more recent interpretations have focused on the use of these remains in domestic ritual, deposited within the broch or 
maybe to imbue the living space with the presence of the ancestors, or to mark the construction or abandonment of buildings, or even as trophies of their deceased enemies that they, they've killed and, and kept their heads. But this object in particular is, is special because it's been holes have been drilled through this person's head, which strongly suggests that it was made for display and, and, and not to be buried or become part of the structure. And it's not as if this object is a standalone object. They are, there are uh, four other examples of the, the exact same thing, uh, a piece of the top of somebody's head drilled with, four, with a number of holes in it. So it's, it's, it's not a, a singular incidence. Uh, this is obviously some kind of practice that existed in Iron Age Scotland. The four fragments that um, have been found across Scotland all tend to centre around the Atlantic coasts of, of Scotland. So um, the one has been found, uh, the, the one in question was found at Hillhead Broch in Caithness by the, the famous antiquarian excavator for Sir Francis Tress Barry. Another was found at Lower Dunray. Yet another one was found in Knep, a wheelhouse in the Western Isles of Scotland. And lastly, the last one was found in a, in a, a rock dwelling on the Isle of Skye. Superficially, these objects are all remarkably similar. They're all the same part of the skull, and they all have holes drilled through the top of them. But what is interesting is the wide range of dates applied to these finds, showing that there was some kind of continuity in the funerary practice and body part modification spanning the cultural divide of the Iron Age right into the Norse period. So the dates on a few of these objects are 20 AD, and the last set of dates to the objects are 780 AD. Uh, and that spans the, the Pictish period and the Norse period. So although we, we view these periods as a time when there was great cultural change going on in Scotland and, and new groups were coming in, because we found these fragments, uh, similar fragments, we can tell that there's been some sort of uh, cultural continuity in the way that we treat the dead that spanned the cultural divide with the, the arrival of these new peoples. So I suppose the burning question is, what on earth were they doing with these people's heads? The skulls needed to be defleshed to ensure the bone did not break as it was being drilled. It appears likely that the fragments were removed from the defleshed skull before the drilling occurred. The decorative formation of the drill holes strongly suggests that they were produced for display, perhaps to be used as some kind of charm or amulet, possibly as a gilded skull bowl, or some kind of hanging display above the entrance of, of the broch, maybe as a talisman to the dead. The truth is, we just don't know really. We can look back to um, some of the stories from the classics, where the Celts or Gauls in France were remarked to be headhunters, there was a strong tradition of the cult of the human head, and supposedly 40 human skulls were removed from Lather and Broch. But we know from looking at this skull that it appears that it's just a fragment and not the skull itself that's been kept. It's some pretty grisly stuff, really. But there you have it. We hope that by delving into the history of this unassuming, obscure Highland object and its macabre means of production, that we've shed a little light on how our ancestors treated the deceased and that it's important not to apply our own sense of modern, sense of cultural comfort and sensibility to objects of antiquity, and a bid to understand them. Highland Objects is brought to you by Expo North Heritage, which is supported by Museums and Heritage Highland, Museums Gallery Scotland, Creative Scotland, Highlands and Islands Enterprise and Historic Environment Scotland.